MSW Media. News with swearing. Daily beans, daily beans. Daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Tuesday, March 17th, 2020. Today, more closures and possible curfews, the Democratic debate. The primaries continue, mostly. The Supreme Court postpones oral arguments for the next two weeks. Louis Gohmert blocks the coronavirus bill. And Mitch McConnell urges judges to retire so he can continue to pack the courts. I'm your host, AG, and with me today is Amanda Reeder. Hello. How are you? You know, I'm okay, but... um. But anxious. I think everybody is. Yeah. Jordan yeah. Comer's not with us today. Mm-hmm. She's got a little bit of a sore throat. Yeah. So she's self-quarantining. And we might start doing that yeah. automatically anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you might get some shows with just mm-hmm. me. We might get some shows with remote mm-hmm. uh, discussions with Jordan, you know, depending on how she's feeling. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but there will be a show. I just don't know what form it'll take or how many of us there, there'll be Maybe on it. Maybe we'll do a Google Hangout. We could do a Google Hangout. Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, I'm also, I'm not like severely immunocompromised, but I do have a lot of um, respiratory issues and lung damage and stuff. So I'm taking it real easy, limiting, obviously, where I'm going. And I just went to the store wearing gloves. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I hope everyone else is um, heeding these same warnings and being as careful as they can. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna get worse before it gets better. Yep. And uh, today was a great example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to be talking about working remotely here. Um, you know, we're offering uh, paid sick leave if you if you end up getting sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have our patrons to thank for that because mm-hmm. we have um, premium subscribers who get these episodes ad free and the night before. Yeah. Because we have so much amazing support in our community, we're able to do that. So thank you for that. We really appreciate it. Um, and we do have a lot of news to get to. Uh, I just wanted to let you know there will be a show. I will. I, you mm-hmm. will not be without a show. So when you're home, you know, with your pod pets and, and your fam. Yeah. Uh, the long-term fans know that you bring it to them even from airplane bathrooms. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I did record a piece from an airplane bathroom. Uh, we're going to bring you a show no matter what happens. So um, I promise. Uh, and again, if you're a, a patron, if you have a premium account, it's only three bucks a month. You, you'll get a mad free too. So thank you. And again, thank you for be for doing that because it, it helps us. Uh, and we leave tremendously. in a little bonus sections of episodes that are a little too spicy for the main feed. So if you need something to listen to. Yes. <laughs> although then you have to promise not to give a shit about it. <laughs> oh, correct. <laughs> if we're going to leave in the really dirty jokes, yeah. we, we that's that's what you get as the a premium subscriber. Content. And you, yeah, you have to, unless it's a correction, unless it's a legit correction, mm-hmm, you know, correct. if we're wrong about something. All right. Well, we do have a lot of news to get to. So let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right. So last night, uh, I know we've got so much going on with coronavirus. We have tons of things going on with the courts. But we had a Democratic debate last night. We did. With our two leading candidates. I mm-hmm. uh, don't want to leave Tulsi out. Um, <laughs> uh, although the polls right now, the, the the poll that just came out from Wall Street Journal is Biden is at 61, Bernie's at 37, I think. Mm-hmm. And Tulsi is at four. Hmm. So she's polling. All right. She's polling at four. Um, I don't... I I just don't know why she's still in the race, but it's her right, I guess. Um, She she doesn't have a staff to pay, so Mm -hmm. she can keep she can keep going. Maybe it's just a continuing people to use her platform to build followers around her specific issues. But I don't I don't truly understand. Possibly that could be it. I don't know. But uh, she was not on the stage Mm -hmm. last night, and it wasn't even the stage. It was in the studio. Mm -hmm. They moved it from Arizona to the CNN studio in Washington D.C. The podiums were ten feet apart. They started off the debate with an elbow bump, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and then they got right into it. And and, uh, you know they they're calling the third debater the third. Um, the f- person in that debate mm-hmm. was coronavirus mm-hmm. because that was a, a bulk of the time was spent talking about how each man would mm-hmm. uh, handle uh, this crisis if they were president. Mm-hmm. And the main difference was that uh, Bernie was talking about our healthcare system and how it's not able to handle this kind of a crisis because we don't have a system like Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. 
And Biden's point was Medicare for all has nothing to do with this. Italy has Medicare for all and they're they're about to collapse. Uh, n- not Italy, but mm-hmm. their healthcare structure yeah. and infrastructure is about to collapse. This is how you would deal with it in a crisis. And, and you need to, you know, make sure everybody's treatments paid for everybody's testings paid for. We have two weeks of paid vacation, you know, people have money in their pockets, and etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So that that was sort of the main difference there. And I was at first very worried about mm-hmm. about Joe uh, in this particular case, because to, to say that we don't need a, a Medicare for all system, mm-hmm in the middle of a of a global pandemic i was like i don't know how he's going to pull that off but yeah. that was his answer that was his um and and i mean it makes sense although bernie's medicare for all is not like italy's medicare for all and that italy's still has private insurance mm-hmm. and i think bernie's point was you can't have you, we don't have a system you can't have thousands of private insurance 10,000 private insurance mm-hmm. things and then and expect uh, everything to be coordinated i think was kind of his his number one message and i think both gentlemen got their points across on that mm-hmm. um i think biden had uh, i think bernie got in a lot of good digs mm-hmm. on biden's old voting record but i think biden did a really stellar job of of showing his government uh knowledge and experience yeah by you know by saying here's what we did in this crisis and mm-hmm. globally here and here's how I do this and here's how I would do this mm-hmm. and, and just just being in government for that long at that level I think probably gave him a little bit of an advantage at least talking about understanding the way government structures mm-hmm. function yeah in in specific uh, crises like these yeah and uh, I think they do sp- they spend a little bit too long though going after each other's voting records that a little bummed exhausting. me out yeah considering I was tired. everything else that's going on. I was just so tired. I wanted to hear them getting along or giving each other ideas or at least, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, more unification uh, between the two of them than than just talking about each other's past voting mistakes. Yeah, I think, you know, I just just said before we came on air, um, I wanted to see one of two things. One was potential a a unity message um, or two was that they contrast their current platforms or current policy differences in a meaningful way as opposed to saying you voted this way well you voted this way well i've changed well i've changed too like that's great <laughs> and <laughs> we did get a little bit of that after that if you if you were able to yeah. sit through that mm-hmm. we, we did get biden saying 15 dollars an hour we did get mm-hmm. uh him uh, we, and we knew that he had already previously to the debate mm-hmm. agreed to warren's bankruptcy plan mm-hmm. uh and 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 bernie acknowledged i'm glad you changed your mind you know uh, but just that whole, like... Bernie could have done a slightly better job pushing uh, Biden on certain policy issues, specifically around, you know, um, not just healthcare, but paid family leave, sick leave. I mean, he did a little bit of that, but he, I, I felt like he could have gone a little harder in certain areas to be like, well, if we right. already had these things in place... Or he could have said, yeah, he could have said something know, like, look, I know that you that your position is that Medicare, uh, Medicare for all being in place like Italy wouldn't have an impact on mm-hmm. how we handle this crisis. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't you say that if we already had paid medical leave mm-hmm. in this country guaranteed for every worker, mm-hmm. that that would make an impact? And yep. would you be willing to commit to that? It would flatten the curve. That would be... That would have been a, a conversation I would have liked to have heard. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but Elizabeth Warren wasn't on the stage. Uh, so, <laughs> wah, wah. I know. Miss her. I did. I tweeted out. I was like, bring Warren back. I know. <laughs> she, she's a fantastic debater. Yeah. And she, she really is. She has a play. You know, I could have seen her up there like, guys, guys, look. I bet you she was yelling at the TV while she was watching that. <laughs> totally bet so. Just throwing like, popcorn. Like, screaming. say, like what I was just saying, like what you were just saying, like, <laughs> could you just focus on this one policy thing? Yeah. It would make a difference. Um, but, you know, that, that was, mm, I mean, and my whole feeling afterwards is the line of the night was when Biden promised to have a woman VP. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the news of the night. Mm-hmm. And I think that will continue to be that will what that's what people will bring away with it, no mm-hmm. matter what and whether whether people thought Bernie got Biden on his social security mm-hmm. stuff or whether people think Biden got Bernie on his gun stuff or mm-hmm. uh, none of that I think is going to matter. I think what's going to matter is that is that Biden uh said he would have uh, a woman mm-hmm. vice president and so now everybody's like "Ooh, who's it going to be who's it going to be we, we already kind of knew this yeah totally um and i'm not sure why bernie missed that opportunity and laid it down why he didn't just agree to it yeah i don't understand because it quite frankly i i would be shocked if he didn't choose a woman for his vice president slot um and I, it was a huge missed opportunity for him to just commit to the same thing yeah but i i don't know i think he thought 
I think he thought, well, I'm not going to, I don't want to use the word pandering. That's not the right word. But I, I think, I think he fucked it up a little. <laughs> I, I think, you know, like I, I, I do too. Because first of all, he's probably likely mathematically not going to get to choose a VP. Yeah, exactly. So why not just say, exactly, you know, I, of course, I would choose a woman vice president mm-hmm. because it was him. It was him who was saying just before that that he wanted his cabinet to look like the rest of the United States. Exactly. Yeah. That and, being said, he did say my most important, um, the most important thing to me is choosing a, a qualified progressive, and so that is. That's but there true. are qualified progressive women. I totally agree with you. So why not? I completely agree with you. Yeah. But I think that he was probably, you know, when he's weighing his options for who's most aligned with him on policy. I think he said the most burning thing, which is the honest truth, which is in all likelihood, but the most important thing to me is picking, picking a progressive, you know, which is like, he should have just said, yes, I'll pick a woman. But I think he just said, I think he just said the truth, which is what came into his head. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which and was, he just didn't want to commit to anything. No. Uh, but you know, but I, and of course the rest of us are sitting here like, why not? I know. Exactly. There are uh, plenty and, of progressive women. But he also could have been thinking to himself, well, he already said it first, so I'm not going to get the headline. Yeah. Uh, but you, but people are that people are not just talking about Biden picking mm-hmm. a woman. They're mm-hmm. talking about Bernie not not committing to it. Yeah. So yeah, a little bit of a missed opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think that Bernie did well enough to make up the deficit in delegates, and I don't think Biden fucked it up enough. No. To 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 sink below the level that he would need to mm-hmm. get to continue on to get the nomination mathematically. Mm-hmm. I, in order for that debate to have really any impact on the race going forward i really think that biden would have had to just completely fuck something up true big but, time but that being said um i think we often look at debates as markers in changes in campaigns or in changes in elections but i don't know if that's going to be exactly the same case this time around because primaries are being moved left and right mm-hmm. voting is being impacted the pandemic is getting worse and so we actually don't know what's going to happen in the coming weeks that might change the primary further. Yeah. How, where we, it stands, I agree with you. But it, we are going to, we could see a decrease in older voters. Mm-hmm. But then do you want to win that way? No, of course not. You Absolutely. Know, I'm, not you, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, to For say, sure. yeah. like, do you want to win like by, because there I, was a pandemic it's, it's and old like people couldn't vote? It's not like I'm that I think all of a sudden there's a strong chance that something freakish is going to happen and Bernie's going to get the nomination. That's not what I think. But I do think that like, we have no idea how voting and how this camp, how these campaigns are going to be impacted from here on out. Right. But only because of coronavirus. Correct. Uh, and yeah, exactly. things that would not be because voters didn't already right. have their minds made up. Right, right, right. So it's it's weird. And it's an, and we're in a tough spot. Well, I don't know about that, though, because I think some of the policy issues, some of the contrasting policy issues between Bernie and Biden might be looked at even more closely, given all of the stuff happening in the next few weeks for people. Oh, I agree 100%. But yeah. I don't think it's enough to make up a 10 point deficit no. that you would have to get in every race mm-hmm. in order to make up the the delegate no, deficit yeah, that, right. that Bernie's facing. And that's all I meant was just, the, mm-hmm. you know, Biden had to tank. Yeah, and he didn't. Uh, and Bernie would have had to come up with something that we've never even thought like of. Like a before. phoenix rising from right. the ashes. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I never considered that. Exactly. Yeah. No. Uh, but everything's been considered. And um and I, and I mean Bernie's had the same I know platform. sometimes I'm like dad change up your messaging <laughs> come on but um, the repetitive nature of it is really really beneficial and it really mm-hmm. is helpful to a lot of people who who don't ever wonder what Bernie's about no true um something else that's happening um because of Corona. so anyway did you have anything else you wanted to say about the debates I just thought they were sort of no eh. I, I I'm, I'm pretty with you on that I'm pretty with you on that. I didn't I didn't see I didn't see Biden fuck it up too badly and I didn't see anything per- particularly uh, uh, altering from Bernie. I think so. uh, Harris would be a great VP pick, mm-hmm. although I think Warren would be a smarter VP pick mm-hmm. because I think that you might have a big, a better party unity chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that you're going to get that chance with Bernie himself, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll see because Bernie did recommit, mm-hmm. uh, as he does every time, yeah. to if Biden is the nominee, I will from day one, I'll back him. And from day one, I've said that mm-hmm. and I'll do whatever I can to get Trump out of office. Sure. And, and I think if Bernie would take that energy instead of going after Biden's 25-year-old voting record, go mm-hmm. after Trump, mm-hmm. I think that might be a more unifying message. But, I mean, I, there there are people working on his campaign that have been doing this a lot longer than me. So mm-hmm. I, my my opinions are, eh, well, we I don't know. But I we'll think see. he probably just wants to give voters a chance to vote for him. You know, maybe that's why he's staying in. Yeah. And that's why I, I think Biden's not chasing him out. Yeah. Either. It, would, it wouldn't be smart to do. Yeah. When you don't want to disenfranchise that giant of a block of meaningful voters mm-hmm. uh, who and not just because they're voters, but because they're Americans. Absolutely. Yeah. 
you know, and and I and and and, and, and I mean, obviously, I'm heartbroken to say this. I, as much as I don't personally feel like there's a much of a, cha- a path forward for Bernie, there are people who are still who totally believe in him, who are working on the clock, who are phone banking for him, and it's up to them to to give it their best shot. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is what democracy looks like. But like we've said from the beginning, just don't hate on other candidates so much that when you end up having to vote for them instead of Trump, mm-hmm. that you you know, you don't sit home. Unless, yeah. I mean, don't the, the coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, maybe democracy will be canceled. Right. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you better not stay home. Uh, but I'm supposed to. Oh, fuck. And speaking of staying home, the Supreme Court justices are going to be staying home. They have postponed the next two weeks of oral arguments, which includes the March 31st Trump oh Deutsche God. Bank, Trump Mazars. For how long do we arguments. know? Uh, they just said two weeks. Everything mm-hmm. seems to be a two week thing right now. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be reevaluated at the end of two weeks mm-hmm. except of course for trump's july august comments that happened and we'll go over that press conference in a little bit but uh they are they will not hear or i i was shocked i don't i'm surprised they don't do this remotely mm-hmm. um I, I mean and i'm i'm 100 percent fine with this because everybody on that court not everybody but a lot of them are pretty old and and, and mm-hmm. in the vulnerable group uh, of people um, uh, vulnerable to to this virus uh, and vulnerable to like more serious mm-hmm. conditions if they contract it, and so yeah, of course, don't have a bunch of people and reporters right. come into the Supreme Court and 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 do this. But I, I'm just a little confused <laughs> as to why we can't do this remotely. I don't know, man. I like a Google Hangout. I hope that RBG is in her like a hermetically sealed bubble, and someone's given her like the Sorcerer's Stone or something. Eh, yes, please. <laughs> Um, stay, stay well. Yeah, I guess I guess she can't Google Hangout Supreme Court oral arguments. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know it's funny. I was thinking, and I'm not. I mean, I'm sorry to make light of this, but we have to because everything is crazy. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've been feeling really anxious and overwhelmed? And you're like, I just want to hit pause for like a week or two. Yeah, I just want to like hit pause. And now that that's happening, I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to hit pause. Never mind, just kidding. Yeah, and and, and it's the, creepy out there. It, it, it is, and here's the thing I've noticed: I love mm-hmm. staying home and doing nothing. I love it mm-hmm. until I have to. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, I want to go out. I want to go here. I want to have a sandwich. I want to meet my friends. I want to go to mm-hmm. want to go to the movies. I want to go to the museum. Like shit that I don't do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the zoo. I can't go to the zoo. Disneyland. I can't go to Disneyland. What the fuck? It's like now that I can't, mm-hmm. I want to. And that Americans I, like choice. I think that that uh, is a is a mental health thing that we're all going to have to deal with, mm-hmm. um, uh, and uh, for for a while to come. For, yeah, for a while, it's true. And I think it's don't underestimate the power. This is hard for a lot of people. A lot of us either see each other in person or we text. People don't call anymore. But take advantage of calling people. Leave voice messages. That's been really nice, especially for friends and family in different time zones. FaceTime. FaceTime, voice messages, you know, calling people. It genuinely helps. And also, um, this is a bit of a tangent, but um, uh, check in on if you are um, a not immunocompromised, uh, healthy young person. Check in on your elderly uh, uh, neighbors, uh, relatives, or whatever. Um, follow the guidelines about you know. Obviously, don't go anywhere near them. But if you can like leave food outside their door or something, or you can bring them things that they need, give them prescriptions, a give them a call, give them a call, yeah. see if they need anything, yeah, and, and then say you'll leave it outside their door. Definitely, don't go near them. Yeah, don't go near them. But like, I, I think it's really important to make sure that people, especially elderly people who are like really are nervous about leaving their house, so they have the supplies they need. Yeah, and already like lonely and stuff. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. And keep sharing photos of your pets with with us Mm -hmm. uh, and your coping mechanisms yeah love those uh we'll be right back we have more we first of all i'm going to go over this press conference with you Mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of new guidelines 15 days worth of guidelines to to tell you about uh and i've got news about mitch mcconnell louis gohmert the dumbest man alive and which companies aren't helping out Mm -hmm. uh you you probably want to hear about that so stay with us we'll be right back after these messages we'll be right back Hey everybody, it's AG, and this episode of Daily Beans is brought to you by Native Deodorant. If you're like me, you don't like putting unnecessary chemicals and additives in your body or on your body, and almost every conventional deodorant contains aluminum, which can form a plug in your sweat glands to keep you from sweating, and may be linked to serious health issues. So that's why I'm excited to tell you about Native Deodorant. Native Deodorant is made without aluminum, parabens, or talc, and it's formulated with safe natural ingredients like coconut oil and shea butter. It's also vegan, and it's never tested on animals, so I love that. And it's a solid that goes on easily, and the aluminum-free formula doesn't 
doesn't stain your clothes. And I wear all black clothes, so that's very important to me. Making the switch to aluminum-free deodorant doesn't mean you have to sacrifice on performance, which was my number one worry. Native keeps you smelling fresh and feeling fresh all day. They have 10 amazing scents, including their classics, lavender and rose, coconut and vanilla, eucalyptus and mint, and cucumber and mint. Right now, lavender and rose is my favorite. Um, And they have an unscented option and a baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. And you can check out their brand-new seasonal pack, which includes three bars of blackberry and plum, uh, pear and linen blossom, vanilla and chai, uh, and they come in a wide variety of options for men, women, and teens too. And there's no risk to try it. They have free shipping on every order and 30-day free returns and exchanges, no hassle in the United States. So check out over the 10,000 five-star reviews from happy customers who made the switch to Native. It keeps up with me, even though it's aluminum-free. Uh, it keeps my skin nice and soft because of the shea butter and the coconut oil. And I can I work out. I work out. I have 16-hour days. I run a couple miles. So it, it really keeps up. It's beautiful. So for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code DAILYBEANS during checkout. That's 20% off your first purchase. Go to nativedeodorant.com and use promo code DAILYBEANS. All right. So today the White House had a press briefing mm-hmm. in the briefing room. Uh, every other chair was taken, which was uh, the social distancing. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, my gym here in San Diego has done that. Uh, mm-hmm. They haven't closed our gyms yet or mm-hmm. our bars or our restaurants. They're just saying you shouldn't go and that you should close. It's not a Mando thing yet. Uh, but on my gym, though, we, every other treadmill is empty and every other rower is empty. Every mm-hmm. other weight station is empty. So this is what the press room looked like today. I mean, minus the equipment. Uh, and so it started with Trump. Uh, he said he was glad to see the reporters practicing social distancing. He said he spoke with G7 leaders and the governors announcing new guidelines over the next 15 days. And he held up a PowerPoint. Uh, and it's important for young and healthy people to understand they can easily spread the virus with the new modeling by Dr. Burks. Um, but Dr. Burke says we've taken bold actions to stop the virus because because we bought that time early on. We needed to appeal to every American to, to help stop the spread. Of course, wash your hands. If you're sick, stay home. If someone in your house is diagnosed, the entire household should quarantine in the house. We know there is uh, there's virus spread before you develop symptoms. And the largest group that is asymptomatic uh, is the kids mm-hmm. and the young people. So if your kids are sick, keep them home. Uh, to our elderly and those with pre-existing conditions, everyone in the household needs to protect them. To millennials, you're the core group that will stop the virus. It's up to you, millennials. Uh, you communicate, not the government. <laughs> you communicate uh, successfully without being in large social gatherings. So hold your gatherings to under 10 people, not just in bars and restaurants, but at home as well. Mm-hmm. To avoid the virus comprehensively, all we have is the ingenuity of the American people. All Americans should take these steps. These guidelines will only work if every American takes them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Trump gets back on, talks about his task force meeting daily at the White House, uh, recommending all Americans work to engage in homeschooling, uh, avoid gatherings of more than 10 or more people. That was the main message. Avoid eating and drinking in bars, restaurants and public food courts. Avoid discretionary travel. Uh, a vaccine candidate has begun phase one of a clinical trial. He announced that today. They are racing to develop antiviral therapies. Uh, They're prepared to do whatever it takes, uh, according to Trump. And then Dr. Fauci got up and said to contain the virus, we have a two-pillar approach, one which has been very effective, and that's travel restriction. The other is when you have an infection in your country, which, as we do, you must follow the guidelines outlined by Dr. Burks and take them seriously. Mm -hmm. Uh, Though they can be really inconvenient and many think we've gone too far, they're really well thought out. And somebody had brought up, you know, uh, I think it was Dr. Sanjay Gupta said, "It's, Mm -hmm. it's better to go too far. Than not yeah. far enough, right? Better to have yeah. and not need than need not. And enough. also, if you look at what's happening in other countries around the world, you know, it's past the point of no return in terms of us taking as much action as, say, South Korea. Um, but you know, we we, we ha- it is imperative that everyone does social distancing this week, now. so that right now, yes. immediately, so that we don't end up in a situation as bad as areas of Italy and and and, and areas of Europe that we're seeing right now. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting the way Trump set it up. If we do this now, mm-hmm. it's going to determine whether we end up like Italy or South Korea. Ma- basically, meaning if if we end up like Italy, it's our fault. Okay. And okay. also, we're already past the point of having a result as good as South because Korea. Because he did what he could, right? Because he had that early on detection and closed down travel from China. Oh, that's right. His yeah. early action bought us time. Now, if we fail this... It's on us. That's the yep. fucking feeling I it's got so from this dis- press it's, conference. It's so, it's so not comforting. 
And he says, when you're dealing with an outbreak, you're always behind where you think you are. So it will always seem that the best way to address it will seem like an overreaction. But we're not overreacting. If we fail, Americans don't adhere to these. Gu- we will fail if Americans don't adhere to these guidelines. So it's no longer on Trump. It's on us. Mm-hmm. He's moving the blame. So then they were asking questions. Uh, how long might this last? Trump says, it seems to me if we do a really good job, we'll hold death down to a level that is lower than the other way. <laughs> I'm giving you direct quotes. Oh my God. The people are talking about July or August. That's when he put out the July or August thing. But uh, it, we'll hold death down to a level that's lower than the other way. That's just profound. Jesus Christ. Uh, is this the new normal? Trump says, we'll see what happens, but July or August. Uh, Americans are living with anxiety due to the uncertainty. How are you talking to your own family? Are you talking to your son, your youngest son? Are you scared? I, he says, I think people are scared. We've been working with the government at every level, including FEMA, and they're doing a fantastic job. What you can do is be competent, and we have great experts in the world and the greatest experts in the world, and someday soon it will end. It came up so suddenly, and we were surprised. He wasn't surprised. He knew about this two months ago. I've spoken with my son. I've told him it's bad. It's really bad. And the best case is what we're working for. So that was when Trump just came out and said, it totally took us by surprise a month ago. But Can you jog my memory? How recently was it that he called it a hoax? Was that a week and a half ago? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. It was about a week cool. and a half ago. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, is the administration considering a more aggressive containment option like curfews and quarantines? Well, we were aggressive early on and we've come out with strong suggestions. People aren't doing certain things, but people are self-containing and we look forward to getting back to normal. Uh, At this point, we aren't looking uh, at a nationwide lockdown, but we might look at certain areas. Like Mm -hmm. that's what Trump's talking about, hot spots. Mm -hmm. Somebody said, you were tested Friday? (laughs) Trump said, I had my test late Friday. And the reporter says, yeah, but your doctor put out a thing that said no test or something. It it was a weird statement and it didn't seem like you had had a test. And he said, well, he put that out. Then I had my test late Friday. I had no symptoms and the doctor said I didn't need one, but I got one very late Friday night. And they may have put something out after that, but the results came back 24 hours later and we tested negative. Uh, That's very cryptic. And then he said, but the doctor said the test wasn't indicated. So you were tested? And he says, I did test later that night on Friday, and it came back 24 hours later. Uh, you had a governor's teleconference, and you told them on this teleconference to about ventilators and PPEs to get them yourself. What did you mean? <laughs> PPEs are personal protective mm-hmm. equipment. And he says, well, if they can get them faster without having to go through the longer process of the federal government, they should. We have ordered ventilators and masks, and we have a lot coming, but it would be faster if they got them themselves. That's what he meant. Uh, One of the big weaknesses is surge capacity, somebody Mm -hmm. asked. What's being done to mitigate that? Will you use FEMA or the the Corps of Engineers to build temporary hospitals? We're looking at areas and no, only looking. We're taking over buildings. We hope. Oh, wait, no, not only looking. We're taking over buildings and we hope we don't have to go there. But we're doing a lot in that regard. Uh. Someone said these guidelines. Thank you for watching this for me. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Someone says these guidelines, the House bill exempts companies of 500 employees or more for paid sick leave, which is 54% of the workforce. (laughs) So what the fuck? And he's like, we're looking at that strongly. Mm -hmm. He said strongly a lot Mm -hmm. and tremendous comes up pretty soon here a lot. Uh, How many ventilators and how many ICU beds do we have right now? Somebody said, I can get back to you and get that number for you. Hopefully we won't need them. But if we do need them, we'll have them. So a little bit of information for you all. In areas of Italy, there are people coming into hospitals and 3D printing parts of valves that yeah, are needed. Yeah, I saw that. That was a good, one of the good... Like, Which is amazing. Yeah. But also, they should have those on hand. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, no one was prepared for this. <laughs> no. And it just took Trump by surprise a yeah. month ago. Totally surprised. It was two months ago. Um. So he also said the virus isn't under control, but what we're doing is under control uh, <laughs> because uh, one of the reporters was like, so wait, is the virus because un- you just said you're, you have it under control. You're saying mm-hmm. the virus is under control. No, but what we're doing is under control. Oh, so you're in control of your own actions, but not the virus. Got it. Okay. <laughs> just the weirdest thing. My response is the best response. <laughs> the most tremendous response to coronavirus. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 
Uh, we'll be right back with more from the press conference today, uh, as well as news about Mitch McConnell. I was telling you about Louis Gohmert uh, and some other companies that aren't helping very much. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's AG, and this Helping of Daily Beans is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is there something that's interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I highly recommend trying out BetterHelp. They will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating in less than 24 hours. Everybody can use help from time to time. Uh, I've sought help for my PTSD and my anxiety, and I can tell you getting help when you need it is the smartest and healthiest thing you can do. Uh, It's not a crisis line. BetterHelp is not self-help. It's actual professional licensed counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas, but you can access on BetterHelp anytime online, conveniently. They have anxiety specialists, uh, people if you have issues with LGBTQ plus issues or um, family problems, marriage issues. They have just such a wide range of professionals. And the service is available for for you worldwide, so you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to go to a waiting room, which is great right now for all self-quarantining. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you have to. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today, so visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Go to betterhelp.com slash dailybeans. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 700,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for Daily Beans listeners, 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash dailybeans. You'll be glad you did. All right, back to some questions from that press conference. Somebody Mm. asked uh, Trump, the stock market took a hit today. Are we heading toward a recession? And that's an interesting way to put it because the stock market took a single big dunk since Black Mm -hmm. Friday, October 28th, 1929. Yeah, is is this the worst day since then? Uh, it's worse than that. All right. Yeah. Uh, it that was twelve point seven eight percent. We were down twelve point nine percent today. We went over up to as, far, as high as thirteen point two five, right at the end of the trading day. As Trump was taking this press conference, just I think it, when he when he said July August, mm-hmm. that's when it tanked, tanked another yeah. couple few hundred points. Uh, so huge hit today. Uh, Trump said, "Well, uh, so asked, are we heading toward a recession?" He says, "Well, maybe." But we're working on the virus, and once we're done, I, I think we'll see a tremendous, tremendous surge, mm-hmm. tremendous surge in stocks. Did you say because of pent up? Uh, I think he said because of pent up demand or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> like everyone's sitting at home waiting to buy things with the money they don't have from the work they're not doing. Yeah, cool. <laughs> well, not his friends. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, health providers are telling us they're terrified they might get the virus. What can you tell them that you're doing? Uh, what are you doing today to get them personal protective equipment to protect themselves? And Trump said, well, we made a very good early decision in keeping people out of the country. He kept bringing up this China thing. He says, but there are tremendous problems in South Korea, but we've done a tremendous job. The virus is an enemy and we are at war with the enemy and we've been speaking with doctors and nurses and they're doing a tremendous job and we're working on getting them equipment and the local governors and mayors have a tremendous coordination and that's, for the most part, bipartisan. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So it's not me. China started it. The governors are Mm -hmm. doing stuff, Mm -hmm. mostly bipartisanly. If if you're not getting your shit, basically, it's probably because your governor's a Democrat. I think that's kind of at where he was going. Fe- he didn't say that, but that's that's the message. <laughs> at least in future, therapy, you know, when people are in psychology school, they'll have an amazing public f- figure to look at to study a narcissist out there, you yeah. know, on display for the world to oh, pick many apart. Many books will be written. Classic narcissistic traits. Deflection, mm. deflection, deflection, deflection. Self-aggrandizing statement and deflection. Yes. And meanwhile, and meanwhile the, the deflections are about foreigners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Others. Yes. Uh, somebody asked, so July or August, if there's a recession, when might that be? And he says, I don't determine the recessions. <laughs> we have a tremendous problem, an invisible enemy. And a month ago, we didn't know anything about it. It's so contagious. The young people do very well. It's very, very bad for old people. My focus is on getting rid of the virus problem. And once we do that, everything else will fall into place. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's when he said a month ago, we didn't know anything. He knew about this two months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Talk about what you do to help the airlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we hear Bezos has been in contact with the White House daily. Well, I hear that. And some folks have been dealing with him. And he is one of the people who can help. And he's been helping. Uh, so he just admitted that mm-hmm. he's Bezos is helping 
him and they're they're, they're partnering up. Mm-hmm. So there you go, QAnon. Um, <laughs> with the airlines, we're going to back them. It's not their fault unless you go to the original source. It's nobody's fault. So okay. again, it's someone's fault, the original source. So the buck does not stop with him. Uh, no, and that comes up soon. Will the White House support negative rates, mm-hmm. uh, meaning interest rates? Uh, once the virus is gone, you're going to have a stock market like no one's ever seen before. That's That was his answer. So then Dr. Fauci just wanted to come up and say, hey, by the way, these guidelines, uh, these, these guidelines mm-hmm. we're saying, you know, no bars, no mm-hmm. this, no that. That's not until July or August. These are a 15-day trial, mm-hmm. and we'll just reconsider it after 15 days. He just mm-hmm. wanted to be clear because Trump blabbed out july and august for Mm -hmm. no fucking reason and tanked the stock market and everyone's like oh fuck (laughs) and fauci's like these are 15 day guidelines and there Mm -hmm. was probably somebody like larry kudlow unless he's sick in bed right now because he looked really bad the other day Mm -hmm. or uh like uh just some of his financial advisors saying 15 days just say 15 days is how long we're going to be looking at this and he just felt like he wanted to say july or august uh, yesterday, CDC said gatherings of 50, and today you're saying gatherings of 10. What's happened in the last 24 hours? Well, we've been looking at other countries. Oh, no, Dr. Burks answered this. We've been looking at other countries, and we had new information coming out from what a model and, and what had the biggest impact in the model was social distancing and smaller groups. What's most important is that if one person in the household gets sick, the entire household quarantines. This is a silent enemy like HIV. And what got rid of HIV was the activists and community members standing up and speaking out and getting people's attention. We're asking that same sense of community that you came together and stand up against this virus. And if we do this, we'll see a dramatic difference, but we won't have to worry about the ventilators and ICU beds. So basically... Mm -hmm. Hey, remember that HIV thing that the government lied about and killed a bunch of people and we had activists who stood up to try to get the word out? Mm-hmm. Do that. I, uh, <laughs> I, if you guys have never seen this movie, and I'm sure a lot of you haven't, speaking of HIV, there's a really amazing documentary called How to Survive a Plague. Huh. And I think it came out in 2012, 2013, maybe. And it, chron- there's a lot of um, behind the scenes video, home video footage from a lot of um, AIDS activists from the uh, late 80s and early 90s and talking about the government's lack of response on this mm-hmm. and how people were forced to take things into their own hands and, you know, die and do sit-in protests and come up with their own, you know, source their own medication and, you know, take all these steps themselves to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, and it's really it's really moving. Um, I suggest how you watch survive it. survive a plague? How to survive a plague. Yeah. And here's what's going to be interesting tonight, too. I'm pretty much the same age as Maddo. Mm-hmm. And I was doing AIDS activism in college. So was she. But mm-hmm. she was like really steeped in it and really mm-hmm. like, you know, Big how old she's lesbian. just very applied. It just applies herself so mm-hmm. intensely to everything that she does. She's just an amazing person. She's going to have some shit to say about this tonight. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you. Everyone, I think that that comment might has been flying under the radar uh, on mainstream media. But mm-hmm. for, for Dr. Burks to come out and say, we expect you to do what you did under HIV. Mm-hmm. I think that I think Rachel might have something to say about that. I hope she does. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Then Vice President Pence gets up. We had a productive call with the governor's new rollout of testing drive through and community based testing. I don't know why he sounds like a bro, dude. We got a new rollout of my bitch and Camaro. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and now the Admiral, uh, the U.S. Public Health Service and FEMA, we made progress in coordinating those efforts. Uh, and then with PPE, and the reason I mentioned testing is because the remote testing sites prioritize two groups, the elderly and our healthcare workers, using the new high-throughput tests that Trump arranged with private labs. The other piece is that we're grateful the bill passed by the House contains a liability measure that the N95 masks produced by companies like 3M in Minnesota, Honeywell, literally tens of millions of masks that are usually produced for stuff like construction, they can now be used to protect against respiratory ailments. Uh, Though the companies were not able to sell those to the hospitals, we've added a provision in the bill that would allow that to happen and we're strengthening our supply chain. So Pence actually coming out with some interesting information. All right. Uh, somebody said, how many test kits have been sent out? <laughs> As Not we enough. said, yesterday we're entering a new phase of testing. We're moving... Oh, nope, this is still Pence. We're moving into a phase where big commercial labs have availability. A Roche test and the Thermal Fisher test were both produced last week under an emergency authorization. Uh, Thermal Fisher is the company that Trump used to own stock in, by the way. Uh, 1.9 million tests will be available next week. It doesn't matter if they're not in your neighborhood. We expect more and more than 1 million coming out after this week as the testing capacity increases. So we expect 2 million next week and 5 million the week after that or by the end of the month. Uh, How many Americans have been tested? 
Simple question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have that number. <laughs> <laughs> cool. The state and public health labs are published every day on the CDC websites, uh, he said. But uh, what's not being received are homegrown tests. But as we move forward, we expect about 80% to be reported to the CDC. But the goal, Dr. Burks wants 100% testing reported to the CDC website. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> uh, if you don't have symptoms, they say, don't get the test. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuomo, Governor Cuomo, said hospital capacity will be overwhelmed and, and called on you to get the Army Corps of Engineers to help with that. Uh, Trump, what do you say about that? So then someone asked, uh, Cuomo said hospital capacity will be overwhelmed and called on you to get the Army Corps of Engineers to help build more temporary hospitals. Uh, And Trump said, we're looking into that very strongly. That's all he said. Uh, And then someone said, you said in a tweet that Cuomo should do more. What do you mean? And Trump said, I think he can do more. It's an area that's very hot. New Rochelle is a hotbed, but we're getting along very well. I think it's important that the governors get along well with us and we get along well with them. And I think that's happening. Uh, somebody said, shouldn't you and the vice president separate, <laughs> like not hang out together? Mm-hmm. And he says, well, we're very careful. We're careful with being together. <laughs> the people behind me have been very strongly tested. St- strongly tested? Yep. Regularly tested? Strongly tested. Normally we, tested. We have to be vigilant. They're all standing shoulder to shoulder, by the way. <laughs> they aren't having three feet in, in between each other. And then somebody said, you said you don't accept any responsibility. Does the buck stop with you? And on a scale from one to 10, how would you rate your response? I would rate it a 10. We are very, we were very, very early. I would rate ourselves and all the professionals. We took over an obsolete system and we're doing something that's never been done. And we worked with a system we had. We broke it down purposefully. And then within a short period of time, we're testing tremendous amounts of people. Uh, does the buck stop with you, though? Uh, this is different. <laughs> if you look back to 2009 or 2011 or whatever, we've never dealt with anything like this. But in the future now, we'll start a much higher plateau. I think he means 2008 and 2012 or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, we had a system that was meant for a much smaller thing. So we broke it down and now it's very special and it's ready for a future problem. God, yeah. I, to have a president who believed in science. Will you shut down our northern border with Canada? And should we postpone elections tomorrow? Well, I'll leave that up to the states. They're doing it very carefully, and I think they'll do it safely, but postponing elections is not a good thing. Didn't say anything about Canada. Well, yeah, Canada has closed its borders to everyone but Americans. Yep, they Um, did that today. Yeah. And it's probably soon to be the United States. We're actually considered not Mm -hmm. a a country that has our shit together. No, actually, was it you who mentioned that that, uh, in Norway they're calling people home from the U.S.? Yeah, they're like, don't stay in dangerous places Um, like the United States. I watched some coverage of Trudeau earlier today talking about Canada's response because I'm trying to, because I have um, multiple family members who work in healthcare there. And you know what? Just (sighs) a moment of levity, his beard looks great. Yeah. His beard is on point. Beard. Yeah. I'm I'm angry with him for a lot of reasons, but goddamn that beard. Men's spanks for their face. I can't help it, you know? It's the, he's an attractive man. He is. It, it, It upsets me. Mm, sorry. It's uncomfortable <laughs> to be sexually attracted to your prime minister. <laughs> it's uncomfortable when someone's so good looking, right? I feel yeah. like I say the same way about John Hamm. I'm like, I'm like, no. Why are you such a neoliberal breaking you your promises? Aren't allowed to God, be that hot. Damn, you look good in that jacket. Mm. <laughs> it makes you feel any better. He's a super liberal in, in America. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, here's some other quick stories for you before we get to the good news block. Uh, quite possibly the dumbest man in Congress, Louis Gohmert from Texas, has delayed the coronavirus relief bill from moving to the Senate. House was expected to make some technical c- corrections to the bill today, uh, but that passed. this bill passed on Saturday by the House and it passed overwhelmingly. It would have gone to the Senate for a vote, but Louis Gohmert insisted on reading the technical corrections out loud into the record. Those technical corrections package uh, that has not been finalized yet, by the way, that package. Uh, But the House wanted to pass this by unanimous consent. But if just one member stands in opposition, they can't send the bill to the Senate without having the full House back for a vote. And the House is in recess this week. So Gomert fucked it up. God damn it. He was one of 40 Republicans that voted against the bill Saturday, which overwhelmingly passed the House and was even endorsed by Trump. Gomert praised Trump for the bill, but then said there wasn't enough debate on it uh, for him to feel comfortable. He didn't read it. Uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who negotiated the legislation with Steve Mnuchin, said that the legislation included free coronavirus testing, even for the uninsured, two weeks of paid sick leave and paid family and medical leave. To assist people who lose their jobs amid the outbreak, Pelosi said the bill strengthens unemployment insurance and boosts food security initiatives like food stamps. It also increases federal funds, quote, for Medicaid to support our local, state, tribal, and territorial governments from health systems so that they have the resources necessary. Uh, And uh, the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Turtle Dick, uh, acknowledged in a statement Sunday that the ball is in the House's court and uh, Louis Gohmert dropped it. So... 
Uh, he said that he commends the work of the Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin, McConnell did, um, uh, to strike the agreement. And the senators from both parties are carefully reviewing the details and are eager to act swiftly to help American workers, families, and small businesses navigate this challenging time. So, uh, way to go, Louie. And speaking of Turtle Dick Mitch, the Senate Minority Leader from Kentucky is urging judges thinking of retiring to do so now so he can replace them with fresh assholes before the election. According to the New York Times, Senate Republicans have been quietly making overtures to Republican-nominated judges who are eligible to retire to step aside so they can be replaced with the GOP while the GOP still holds the Senate and the White House. McConnell has been personally reaching out to such judges, though we don't know who or how many. One of his colleagues told the New York Times that others, other senators, had also initiated conversation with, conversations with judges nominated by Reagan, Bush, and GW, telling them it would be advantageous for them to get out now. There are currently 90 judges nominated by Republicans that are either eligible for retirement or will be by the end of the summer. 28 of those judges are on the federal's appeal, a federal appeals court, like Griffith, who's mm-hmm. who's been... Uh, one of the three judges on the panels that uh, just recently decided the McGann case and uh, the Mueller grand jury materials case. Mm-hmm. He voted against the McGann and for the grand jury materials. Uh, there's also Judge Alito on the SCOTUS. I think he's 71. If Trump gets to replace him with a younger conservative judge, that would extend the conservative grip on the high court for years to come. So Love that. Yeah. Awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Do not despair. I mean, despair about that. But in order to help you not despair about that, I have a whole good news block that you're going to love. So stick around. We'll be right back with it. Hey, everybody. It's AG. And this episode of Beans is brought to you by Helix Sleep. Uh, I used to have the worst time trying to get a good night's rest. Uh, If I took a short nap, I wouldn't feel rested. And if I slept for a full eight hours, my back would start to hurt the next day. Did you ever get that? Like you sleep full eight hours and your core starts to hurt. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that uh, it was my mattress. Mm -hmm. It had deteriorated. And it was preventing me from getting a good restful sleep. So if you have issues with falling or staying asleep, it could be your conscience. But it's probably your mattress. I urge you not to wait to hold back uh, and, you know, get a new one. And right now, check out Helix Sleep. I love my Helix. Yeah, you have one. I have one. One. My back pain is so much better now. Jordan I can't even tell one. you. You were having a lot of back pain, I was. too. Yeah. I, I'm going to be real with you. My back pain is, like, honestly so much better now, and I sleep through the night. Oh, that's so good. And I love lounging in my Helix bed. It's And so does... Marley Moo. Yes, so does my dog. Yes. It's genuinely so comfortable. I'm not even bullshitting you. And Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just a couple minutes to complete, and it matches your body type and preferences to the perfect mattress for you. So it's customized. So like if you're a side sleeper or a hot sleeper, or if you like a plush or a firm mattress, with Helix, there's no more confusion, no more compromising on an average mattress. It even was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired Magazine. So just go to helixsleep.com dailybeans, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you'll get to try it out for 100 nights, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you, and if you don't love it, uh, but you will, but they'll they'll totally pick it up for you. And they're offering up to $125 off all mattress orders for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash dailybeans. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash dailybeans for up to $125 off. You'll be glad you did. Okay, here's some good news sent to us from some listeners at Yay. the Muller She Wrote account mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter. Follow us also at Daily Beans Pod. REI is keeping their employees home until the 27th. Paid. Good. Um, the High Intensity Interval Training Down Dog app is free until April 1st. And Anka Dozadal had a fun time using it with her oldest daughter today. They mm. did a workout. Sweet. Um, Lena Bean is 21 says my employer implemented WFH work from home for the next two weeks to support our health and well-being and support our working parents whose children are at home for an extended period of time. It's meant so much to my employees and to me. And now we are identifying ways to pay it forward uh, to service and retail folks that support us when we're in the office. Mm. That's really awesome. Yeah, think about that. All the people who mm-hmm. you go to when you when you're at the office, you go to lunch, you know, uh, go to the bar at lunch. You know, Yeah, there's a lot of so many businesses being hard hit yeah and then and they're trying to find a way to help them uh crow is land dive one says i'm 44 my science teacher from when i was 10 just sent me some experiments to do with my 10 year old son while we're isolated some people just keep teaching i'm so grateful for the teachers in this world i love that uh, MacBoo168 says, my cousin got married to his high school sweetheart this weekend, and my other cousin could find Pampers and formula for her baby today. Yay. So, good news. Uh, Sister Euphemia says, my 92-year-old mother was released from a nursing home 
Uh, she will be much safer in her own home rather than stewing in a petri dish. Mm-hmm. And we have barbecue chips. <laughs> awesome. Sister Euphemia. Uh, at Mommy Ducky says, I'm starting a little adoption project. Adopt one person that you can help in some way. This will help your whole family. Uh, there, And it will help their whole family. I adopted one of the girls from my job who couldn't find diapers or wipes and ordered them online for her. That's so awesome. That's really sweet. At Hobbit underscore zombie says, all Dem voters <laughs> in Kansas are being sent mail-in ballots. Yay. Love that. Hobbit zombie. <laughs> Hobbit zombie. Um, uh, let's see here. Laura Bogart's book. Don't You Know I Love You comes out tomorrow and Greg Oliar featured it on his website. Oh, cool. Nice job, Greg. And good job, Laura. Yeah, what are your quarantine reads, everybody? There you go. Let us know. Don't You Know I Love You by Laura Bogart. Um, Cassie Taylor says, after being told I was laid off from my job of 13 years, April 6th, and then submitting more than 50 applications for new employment before the coronavirus hit hard, causing most employers to stop hiring, I was offered a job with a state agency in my desired field today. So exciting. Congratulations. Um, Do you have any? Um, no, I don't, uh, but I do have a little something I found on Instagram today, which I wanted to read. Please. Yeah. So, uh, I'm personally having a lot of anxiety this week, uh, a little bit of sadness. My family is not coming to visit me anymore. And I have two family members who work in frontline healthcare, one of which who works in a testing facility for COVID-19, um, in an intensive care unit. And there's a lot of things out of a lot of people's control right now, but I found this really lovely Instagram post called Eight Affirmations for Anxiety Around COVID-19, and I just wanted to read them really quickly. Yes, Um, please. Number one is, um, I focus on what I can control instead of what I can't. Number two, uh, I remain grounded, centered, and at peace when possible. Uh, Number three, I protect my peace by spending less time on social media or watching the news. Uh oh, <laughs> not so not so easy for us. But I am limiting it more than I usually do. Excellent. I'm getting educated for what I, you know, getting the information I need, and then not um, stewing in it. Stewing in it, yeah. Keeping reading, yeah. Totally. Um, and I've also cut down on my coffee. <laughs> uh, number four, I take necessary precautions and release the need to worry. Uh, number five, when anxious thoughts come to me, I acknowledge them and then I let them float on by. Number six, I choose calm over worry and faith over fear. Number seven, I know that I'm safe and protected. And number eight, I am trusting that all will be well. So just a nice little hippie affirmation for you all. Um, Just because I know everyone's anxiety is like through the roof. So do those things. And also maybe sign up to BetterHelp. (laughs) (laughs) Get a Helix mattress. Get a Helix mattress, sign up to BetterHelp. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was nice. Awesome. Um, Thank you for that. Yeah. Something a little nice. Everyone should be taking advantage of all those wonderful uh, guided meditations and uh, yoga YouTube videos. Yes. Right now. 100%. Yeah. That Down Dog app is free till April 1st. Check it and out. please keep tweeting us your good news stories because I know that there's the national, the stuff happening at the national level is easy for us to keep track of, but I know that there's so many individual responses in communities and, and, and neighborhoods around the country. Like here in San Diego, our local government just introduced a community uh, relief fund to start to help uh, a lot of the businesses being hit immediately financially which is amazing. That's really nice. Yeah. So I'm curious as like, I want to, like you said yesterday in the show, like look for the helpers and um, I want, I'm, I would love to, to get those stories and also just your fun stories of being, well, fun <laughs> or otherwise stories of being cooped up with your uh, people and pets. Yes. <laughs> and uh, here's a little schadenfreude to yeah. make you feel better. Schadenfreude. President Trump and his three adult children have been ordered by a federal judge to search through 15 years of business records for materials that could inform a lawsuit alleging they profited by promoting a marketing scam targeting vulnerable investors. Trump is being sued by four people who say they were duped into joining the multi-level marketing company ACN years ago because of his endorsement. The suit characterizes ACN as a pyramid scheme and accuses Trump of having made misleading claims as a paid pitch man prior to his presidency. All four say they suffered financially as a result. Um, the order on Friday by U.S. District Court Judge Lorna Schofield allows the plaintiffs to look further into the Trump Organization's history all the way back to 2005 for others who maybe have been involved in the president's deal with ACN. Oh, my God. So, hee hee, <laughs> 15 years of going through shit. You're welcome. And uh, finally, let's get social. Hashtag. So for a little fun, a little stress relief, uh, a little just good news stories, mm-hmm. besides looking at the amazing thread that everyone's put together of, of pictures of their pets mm-hmm. at uh, our Muller She Wrote um, Twitter account, mm-hmm. check out hashtag quarantine life. There's a lot of really fun and funny videos and a lot of people just doing some really cool stuff, mm-hmm. uh, playing tic-tac-toe with turtles. Um, <laughs> I did see that one. That's so funny. Someone sent me one playing tic-tac-toe with their cat. 
uh, and so hashtag quarantine life. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of like a a neat little escape to see what kind of fun and maybe to get some ideas about what some people are doing. I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of like people doing Google Hangouts and and um, playing like board games with their neighbors and. Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to like just words with words with friends, like mm-hmm. actual like video conferencing board games and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's it's but you all have to have a monopoly board. It's very interesting, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just I don't know. I I I was looking through there and just was really feeling better about people and my community and and how we're all uh, how we're all dealing with this. We're all in this together. Yeah, apart. Uh, we're all in this together. We're, apart. We're, we're all in this together. Apart. <laughs> I you think know, that's the quote of the year. I think that this is really a time for Americans to be more collectively minded than they ever have been, yep. you know, to lose that fierce stubbornness and individuality for a minute, <laughs> which you are so famous for. But uh, everybody has to be collectively minded for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and thank you to all of you, all of our listeners um, and subscribers, especially mm-hmm. our, our, our patrons for seriously allowing us to be able to take paid time off. Um, don't worry, you'll have a show. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll make a show happen. Yep. Uh, I'll be here even if I'm here by my lonesome and we're, we're remoting in or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, but it's it's because of you guys that we're able to do these things and make these decisions uh, and and do the right thing. And um, I can't thank you all enough. And uh, that's that's all I have. Danny, you have any final thoughts? You know what we should do? Well, I mean, maybe when this has died down a bit, but we should do a, a quarantine life uh, live stream. Maybe that would be really fun at oh, some point. You never know. Figure out how to do that. Yeah, like maybe taking some live questions, like or an something. AMA on Patreon or something. Yeah, It'd or maybe we'll just record some more questions. Record some more question videos. Live would be fun, though. Yeah, but live could be fun. You know, since people are home. What else are we doing? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll look into this. Yeah, if you have any ideas too, like let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit us up at Daily Beans Pod or, you know, hit us up on the website. We mm-hmm. have a contact um, thing on mm-hmm. the website. We totally. Do the thing because it's, you know, we're modern. Yes. <laughs> we have a website and you can contact us. <laughs> um, and also uh, good, good solidarity with anyone out there who's been uh, anxiety snacking and eating everything in your house. I think um, I've already gained 10 pounds. Mm. <laughs> yeah i have been busting my ass in the the, the fitness challenge mm-hmm. for the last eight weeks like, i'm not gonna let this ruin it <laughs> and it my eight weeks was up tomorrow today mm-hmm. I, I had my final weigh in today i haven't looked at what i weighed though i i, I didn't know my weigh-in number i didn't mm-hmm. know my midweight number and i don't know it now i, mm-hmm. I just didn't want to get on a scale mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh so I've been busting my ass. I've lost a bunch of weight. I got my eyelashes done. I got my feel like I veined out. Like I got all my prettiness done. I got waxed and I was like, all right, it's time to stay at home. <laughs> God. <laughs> so maybe I'll have like a just a dress up party and I'll show all the patrons. Like, I know. I feel like it's also like the time of year when everyone's for anybody who did the New Year's resolution thing. They're like, after Christmas, they were like, fuck yeah, they worked out all of January and February and March. And now it's like, it's springtime, time to go out and go on a date and show off my legs. Just kidding. Time mm. to stay home with my cats. Stay home with the cats. <laughs> and order burritos. <sighs> hey, you know what, though? I mean, I feel better. So that's what that was. What. That is the most important part. And actually, like, keep exercising, you know, everybody. I saw a lot more runners out today on the drive over. Yeah, people are, are stopping the gym and, and going out running. Yeah, something you can do yeah. not near other people. I went for a really nice walk in the park yesterday. I couldn't pet any dogs, though, which was tragic. That's too bad. I know. Wear gloves, pet dogs. I could just wear gloves to pet dogs. <laughs> Bring your dog gloves. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Vanity hmm. doesn't pay. <laughs> no, but I do feel better. The, working out really, really helps with my it, depression. Absolutely. Not so much Mental my anxiety. Too. Not so much my anxiety, but my depression, it, it kills it. I would agree with that. Knocks it out. But yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. still... Uh, but, you know, I have like professional levels of anxiety, mm-hmm. so... Professional levels of anxiety. You know. Yeah. Well, it's a, I think that go easy on yourself if you are feeling anxious as fuck this week. <laughs> Yeah, I need to be like, hey, you've always wanted an excuse to stay home and not do anything. Here it is. And so I need to look at it that way instead of, I'm not allowed to go outside. I'm going to clean my closet this week. (gasps) Like Eminem, cleaning out your closet? (laughs) Yeah. Nice. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to like organize my house. That sounds like work. It is. But it's really, it's really uh, satisfying work though. Once you get that done, you're like, Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Well, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be home a lot more than I usually am this week. You know, I can't, I can't go to yoga. I can't go and be social. I can't do any of these things, but I can make my house really zen. Yes. So that's one thing I can do. Be in control of what you can be in control of. Yeah. Good. You got that off your list. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah. That is a really good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, everyone. Uh, Take this to heart. Take care of of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet and take care of your mental health. I've been AG. I've been Amanda Reader. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is executive produced and directed by AG and Jordan Coburn and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazel and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager, executive assistant, production and social media direction is Amanda Reeder. Fact-checking and research by AG, Jordan Coburn, and Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. And our website is dailybeanspod.com. <laughs>